Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. I'm Megan. And I'm Michaela. And it's time. And it's time to panic. Ain't the podcast. We're trying to be an air horn. You did good. Thanks. You know? I, okay. I wouldn't have known the difference. <laughs> I'm great at sound effects. Anyways. <laughs> Welcome to this week's podcast, you guys. Um, today, what's our topic, Megan? MK Ultra. <laughs> it's not like you're just saying MK. Okay. Like, yep, okay, okay, okay. MK Ultra. Okay, like, Ultra. I'm agreeing to something, but like, yeah, I really want ultra- or something. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like, is that gonna be like the the new word for like the kids? You know, like we had like dope and like sick and like bro that's chill you know like when i was in high school like maybe ultra will be the next one i forgot about chill i used to say that so i still say it i'm always like bro that's chill i'm like bro Bro, you're almost 27 and you need to stop sounding like that because people are gonna think you're a stoner so probably probably i'm not don't worry mom i'm not a stoner (laughs) don't worry thank you Oh gosh! Don't do so drugs. MK Ultra. Okay. Yeah, don't do drugs, kids. Say no. Just say no. Okay. Ultra. <laughs> Ultra. <laughs> Anyways. So what is MK Ultra, Megan? Okay, MK Ultra is this really really cool thing um, that was the CIA mind control program, aka not cool at all. That legit kind happened. of horrible. First, okay. Yeah. I want to go on, like, at the very beginning of this, for anyone who has never heard of MK Ultra, this is not a conspiracy theory. This is legit history, United States history. Mm-hmm. It happened. The CIA records were released and made public. And yikes. Yeah, dude, and they're not hard <laughs> to find. all I have to say about it. No, they're not hard to find at all. Yeah, if you know how to find any, like, declassified documents, you can find these. They're super easy to find. Yeah. There isn't a lot for reasons that you guys will see or hear here in a couple of minutes. But, or, I mean, yeah. the thing's going to be yeah. an hour long. So, because, in a few minutes. Right, right. But. Like, the, 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 wow, words are really hard suddenly. Yeah. Um, MK Ultra itself is not a conspiracy however there are conspiracies that involve mk ultra if yes. that makes sense it should if it doesn't it should make sense by the end of this podcast hopefully if we do a good job hopefully yes <laughs> so so that hopefully. said yeah. a lot of these things that i'm going to be talking about i don't have physical proof that they're true so don't take me at my word but this is all stuff that I could find Allegedly. on the internet because it's so reputable. But this is true. So, <laughs> yeah. all of those to say, this is something that did happen, but all of my facts that I'm finding may not be facts. Or they may be a little different than the truth because we really don't have that much information. So, yeah. um, precursor to all of the cool things, not so cool things that we're going to get into. Uh, if you've not seen the movie American Ultra, you should check it out. If you like comedies that are 
whatever they're called. Action comedies. If you like the zombie world, you're going to love this. So, great movie. Kind of talks about this a little bit. Kind of about it a little bit. Kind of is about it. So. Uh, and Michaela, you haven't yeah. seen it. Is you that right? Watch it. You should watch it. Because it That's has right. Jesse Eisenberg and Kristen Stewart in it. And a couple of other that you see in there. Oh, my God. There's a guy that looks just like Mayhem. And he, I'm like, bruh. Okay, that's cool. He looks like who? (laughs) Perfect. So, Mayhem? Please tell me you know who Mayhem is from the commercials? No, I don't know who you're talking about. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Mayhem. I think it's like Geico. Looking really good. Oh, oh, Maybe it's in State the Farm. Car? Yeah, yeah, all state. Maybe it's all state. All state. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he's like a black That's suit, tie, and everything, and his face is always all messed up. Yeah. Yeah, great guy. He's yeah. like, but a there's a guy in there that looks like him. Yeah. Kind of how I see myself, you know, but it's fine. Uh. <laughs> so American Ultra okay. is based loosely on MK Ultra. Yeah. And so like none of it's fact, but it is kind of like a if you if you're someone who enjoys watching movies about things, it's a great one to check out. So um What if I'm someone who enjoys watching movies that aren't about things? Then I would suggest you still watch it because it's a great movie. Okay. But it is rated okay. R okay. for violence and gore and blah, 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 blah. I don't have the Wikipedia pulled up or the, the Rotten Tomatoes or the IMDb pulled up. But don't watch it with your kids. Mom, dad, don't watch it. The end. Hide your kids. Hide your parents. <laughs> hide your wife if she doesn't like violent stuff. Right. I think Danny watched it with me, though. And I think she enjoyed it. But I, it could have been somebody else that I made watch it. Like, No, I don't think it was busy. Oh. Somebody, one of our friends, somebody that you and I both know watched it with me, but I, I feel like it was Danny. I have to, she has to watch things because she's married to me. So anyways, that's how that works usually to get into the whole yeah. actual thing. It also had code names, which I didn't know were also, I didn't realize that project bluebird and get this one project artichoke. Wait. Okay, I've heard of Project Bluebird. Mm-hmm. Artichoke, however, that's a new one for me. Never heard of it as or anywhere. I've never heard of Project Artichoke. Not gonna lie, it made me giggle when I read it. I was like, it's not really like a spicy Very fruit that you'd be or vegetable that you'd be picking. You know, like it's like not a spicy <laughs> food. Really weird. Okay, yeah. Who decided in, like a bluebird? Bluebirds are cool. They're pretty. I think they sing. I don't know. But like artichokes? I'm, I don't even know I'm how to cook an artichoke. I know that they're yummy in spinach dip. They are. They are. You got me there. You got me freaking there. Okay. <laughs> so MK Ultra is this kind of horrible thing that happened. Um, Michaela, you have notes in, in Google Drive if you want to follow along, but I'm going to be kind of all over the place. So, um, it was the code name for a program of experiments on 
both human and animal subjects um, that were both designed and I can't read my word here, but I think I wrote undertaken or something by the CIA. A lot of which were pretty dang illegal. So. Oh, yeah. 100,000%. Also, um, this happened, just to give everyone a time frame, this happened um, around the time of the Cold War. So really not that long ago. 1953 was when it was officially started. Yeah. 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 Pretty recent history, which is terrifying, honestly. Scary. Yeah. Um, So what kind of experiments were they doing? So these experiments included, but are not only these following things. Administering high doses of psychoactive drugs, especially LSD or other chemicals. They didn't list what chemicals. So have fun with that one. Uh, electroshocks, but not small electroshocks. When I was reading further into this, there were so electroshock therapy is something that is has been common and it is common um, now and for different things. It's it can be a very uh, good therapy. I just went and got electroshocks in my back and neck, um, which is very helpful. But not like these people got it. They got it at 20 times the number, like, per, like, voltage or whatever that you would give a high dose to, like, a like a regular person getting treatment. So 20 times what they were giving. Not enough to kill them, usually. But it was also not like a you go in and you sit for 12 minutes kind of thing. It was like a you go in and you sit for days. That's like torture, literal torture. Literally, yeah. And they would be out for all of this. Like, they would have drugged them on whatever drug concoction they decided they were going to mess with at that time. But that doesn't... Making the person be unconscious doesn't make what you're doing ethical. (laughs) Right. And these people people didn't have... uh, They they didn't get permission that, like, there was no consent given... In most cases, uh, from what I've seen, um, they just kind of took people randomly. Yeah, we're going to get into that in a little bit. Um, Yeah. Like, who was involved in this? There was also hypnosis, sensory deprivation, isolation, verbal and sexual abuse. And then the final one that was listed was many other forms of torture. So. Oh, so who knows? Very broad. You know, and there was a lot of, I would look on a, di- a lot of different, like, websites and stuff, and they all ended with some some variation of that, of, like, and they did other horrible things to these people, but we don't want to say what they are. It's kind of like, oh, cool. Thanks. What gets worse than that, you know? like. Wh- well, so, tangent for a second, they were, one of the things I found was saying that one of the first, like, whistleblowers about all of this w- said that it was very similar to what they had also seen Nazis doing back mm. in like their uh in World War II. experiments happening in like the yeah. camps and stuff. Um yeah. Said it was very similar have, to that. Yeah, I have heard that. I've also mm-hmm. heard and I don't know how true this is, 
but that it was speculated that a lot of the Nazi like scientists and things that were doing those experiments during World War II came over to the U.S. to continue those experiments and quote research human experimentation and research so ethical research that's happening right so if that's true i could see how they were like how that would have happened like they would have been using nazi stuff because the Nazis. nazis yeah yeah so again allegedly if that's true it makes sense i've heard that in so many different realms though like not only from the conspiracy theory people like yeah which real i watched something recently um sorry if you can hear anything i'm plugging in my laptop because i was stupid again i did this like four episodes ago i'm doing it again i forgot to plug it in carrying my laptop and everything balanced precariously on it so i can go get my charger but now i can breathe um they talked specifically about that how why how all of these people came here and then like the name changes that they went through in order to like no longer be suspected of, you know, being who they are and all those things. So. Oh yeah. Well that, that is a fact. Some, some um, Nazis did flee and do that. A lot of them mm-hmm. went to like places in South America, um, Argentina thing. Um, where's another one? I, I feel like Argentina was Buenos Aires is like a big place. That a lot of them fled to, but like that's a fact um yeah. but did they come did those scientists come to america and continue experimentation that i don't know but again i'm not gonna say it but didn't those, happen because it yeah. possibly could have yeah yeah and that's what my the thing i was watching was saying was like they did so it was kind of like i don't know i'm interested i would be intrigued to see like the receipts you know like how'd you get to this conclusion but possible you know sneaky people doing horrible things so these all of these things took place over like a one i didn't realize that it was not only the u.s it was also happening largely in canada um at one specific mental institution which we're going to get into in a minute but it also happened at colleges and universities hospitals prisons pharmaceutical companies and then off of the street in I think both LA and New York. Um, and we'll get into that in a minute as well. So, but 80 institutions. And a lot of them wow. had no idea what was happening inside of their own institution. Like they didn't have these things. Wow. Of course not. Okay. So Insane, I just did right? a really quick. I just did a really quick Google search about Nazis coming to America. And from what I'm seeing, like the Smithsonian mag.com, uh-huh. um, they have an article that literally says why the U S government brought Nazi scientists to America after world war two. Cause the more that we what talked heck? about that, I was like, wait, I feel like this was a fact that I should know that legitimately happened. And yeah. um, just from a quick Google search, I feel like my sister, if she's going to listen to this, my sister is a, um, she's a teacher. She's going to be like, Michaela, you should know this, uh, that this was a thing. And she's probably right. I should know that. But yeah, I, this apparently did happen. Nazi scientists did come to America after World War II. 
now were they doing those experiments so that's the part i will still say don't know but it, but from what i read from what i'm reading it's called operation paperclip which was part of that mm-hmm. so we should maybe yeah. look into that at some point to talk about that cuz that could be interesting we should the movie that i watched it, it wasn't about that but they talked about uh, they, they talked about that in relation to something else and they specifically um, referenced Operation Paperclip. So yeah. it's kind of interesting. I don't know. We should. I have another one to tell you about that we need to, to talk about too, which I'm really excited about. It'd be kind of a funner. I don't want to say fun. I don't ever want to say fun <laughs> in relation to these. But you know what I mean? An interesting one. So anyways, yeah. I think it's crazy. Uh, Tamara, if you know why they came here. Uh you know where to find me, so to do so, please. I mean, I'm in curious. <laughs> I'm curious. Um, Anyways, sorry about that interruption, but I just had to input that. So we were talking about. <laughs> no, other... that's what we do. We have yeah. interruptions. <laughs> where were we? Um, yeah, we were talking about how they used these organizations a lot of times without the like top officials of the companies knowing. So. I think it's pretty common for like companies to send somebody in to do something or whatever. And maybe not like your ground floor staff know, but your upper staff know, you know, yeah. kind of like a, Hey, we're going to just see how everybody's doing. We're going to send somebody in new or whatever. But a lot of times, even like the, the highest up didn't know, which to me seems like sketchy. How? Yeah. The, you know? My question then is how were they able to get in? I'm sure that it was something like, I don't know. I don't even know. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know. So these things did not become like well known until like the seventies or eighties. Um, and they, they, they finished, like they were done. Com- they got smaller in 64 and then again in 67 and then completely ended in 1973. But they didn't come out um, for a long time. Uh, 1975, two years after they quit, that it came out. But people were not able to get a lot of information because in 1973, the CIA director, uh, Richard Helm, Helm, Helms, Helm, Helms, uh, ordered that all documents, all files, anything having to do with MKUltra was destroyed. So the only things really remaining are, there's a few, actually there's quite a few, but they're like financial documents um, and then like a few like random papers, but there isn't like a solid paper trail to follow, you know? So a lot of information is just lost. Um, So what people have been doing is going through and talking to survivors Mm -hmm. and hearing like what they have to say, you know, and like, finding like journals that they had um, afterwards or talking to friends and family that have heard like stories and things to kind of piece together, like the things that happened there. Um, Cause they, I mean, ultimately they'll never know everything now. Yeah. So, so it's really crazy to um, know that the CIA could just be like, yeah, we had this really secretive operation 
we're like the public's gonna know about it but we're mm-hmm. gonna destroy all of all of the files and information about it so no one can actually know what we were doing yeah like it's actually crazy to me that they can do that. I mean, I guess it makes sense because they're not mm-hmm. technically federal CI, right? But I don't yeah. know. The CIA is a weird thing to me. <laughs> the CIA is scary because of all of the things that come out that are like this that people had no idea were happening, you know? Yeah. Like, what are you doing right now that we don't know about? What did you do that we have no right. idea about at all? You know? I was saying that my understanding of the CIA and the FBI is a little confuddled. That's that's the word I'm going to use. Um, because, I don't know, they're different, but they're very similar. But I feel like the FBI is more, it's more law enforcement for sure, but it's more funded by the government, isn't it? I think that they're both like completely government funded, aren't they? I don't know. I thought the CIA for some reason had like private funding, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I should probably, I'm going to look into that because I feel like that's also something that I should know. Yeah, I'm curious. Um... So sorry, guys. We, we just had a, a technological issue um but we are back and we're gonna try and pick up before we left off so if, if there's yes. a disconnect talking about we apologize that's the reason yep i'm looking so. into what the difference between the cia and the fbi are did you know that the cia didn't start until 1947 so they only started like six years before they decided to start torturing people so it was oh, pretty new right. They've just always been like this. But that, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I mean, that's what they were doing. Yeah, I did know that they were like newer, more recent. Okay, they have no law enforcement function. It's mostly to focus on overseas intelligence gathering with only limited domestic intelligence collection. <laughs> it's not limited. Uh, <laughs> the CIA is the only agency with authorized for convert with authorized. Authorization? With authorized for covert action is what it says. But they're the only ones. Let's just, whatever. We're not going to talk about their grammar. The (laughs) FBI, on the other hand, protects the U.S. from terrorist attacks. They protect the U.S. against foreign intelligence operations and espionage, against cyber-based attacks and high-technology crimes and combat public corruption at all levels. All levels? So they should be going all? after the CIA. <laughs> right, that's why I said all levels. Oh, gosh. So, anyways. I'm not saying that the CIA or the FBI is bad right now. I'm sure they have their good things, but right now we're talking about the bad things that the CIA did, so I'm a little biased. So, right. <laughs> so, the CIA, horrible place, horrible people. Not all, not all of them. But some of them are not good if they're doing this. There's so bad eggs in every bunch, but... Your bad eggs yeah. shouldn't get to the top, you know. Yeah, and and this in this case, raw bad eggs, rotten, yeah, to the core. Yep, real stinky if you drop them. So, <laughs> uh, okay, so 
their whole goal was to basically break down someone's mind and then be able to rebuild them into basically whatever they wanted them to be. Right. Mind control. I mean, literal mind control. Literally being able to just make some robots into whoever they wanted them to be, which is horrible. 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 Yeah. Okay. And and um the reason that they were doing this or so they claim is that they thought the Soviet already mm-hmm. had the technology or ability. Yeah. So the US does this thing that they always have to be better than everyone at everything. And eventually you just gotta look at them and be like, Okay, bruh, like but, uh, but at what cost? We have like a bigger military than I think most places do, and like we had nukes. We got some really bad skeletons in our closet. Like, when are we going to stop? Like, when are we going to chill out a little? Like, I'm all for being able to protect your country and everything. But, like, at some point, it's kind of like a contest of who has the bigger biceps. And, like, we just keep winning. You know? It's like, when is it not I, fun anymore? I think, like, the big thing is to let, that, like, they feel, we feel as, like, the United States, that or any country really, you have to be the most advanced and able to accurately and most effectively protect your territory, your people, whatever. But like at a certain point, I feel like it just gets out of hand because then you're just creating these types of programs like this mind control thing. You've decided yeah. that to protect your people, you're going to break them and create them into something that you want. Right. Yikes. And at what point is that like terrorism in itself, really? Because you're like, yeah, okay, like I'm going to sacrifice whoever I want. Not like somebody who signed up for this. I'm going to just pick some Joe Blow off the street and I'm going to do this. You know, which is what they did. Yeah, exactly. And and we can I mean, we can talk about that now. One of the things or some of the things that they would do, which was called like Operation Nightshade or something like that, you know, like a real sexy name. They would t- send prostitutes to lure men. Their goal was to get like men that had some kind of secret into hotel rooms where they would drug them with various drugs doesn't say which ones, but LSD is included because LSD was like the drug to do. That was the, uh, most, yeah, the most used one that we know of. Yeah. They thought that it had a correlation with like being a truth serum. I mean, I've heard yeah. that people see like dragons and stuff. So <laughs> maybe dragons okay. are true. Truth. Part of truth. I'm making like the Bailey Sarian face at the at no camera right now of like <laughs> you guys are stupid. You know? <laughs> okay. I was watching uh, her right before we started recording, so that's very funny to me. I need to watch hers for this week. I haven't watched it yet. And I haven't finished the one for last week yet, but I'm I'm excited too. Anyways, um, so they would drug them and then try and get them to admit to doing scandalous things. And oh, it was Operation Midnight. Sorry. Midnight Climax. Not Midnight. Midnight Climax. I had like an extra space in there for some reason. So I thought it was not included, but no, no, that was the name. Uh, <laughs> why was that necessary? I have no idea. Um, was it maybe to like get dirt on them so like they could <laughs> further? That was included. 
So they would try and get they would try and get people who who had something that they could hold over them. Yeah. Or 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 like secrets that they shouldn't know or something like that that ultimately was going to be bad for the CIA for people to get out or the FBI or whoever. And they would record it. Um George White, who's somebody big in the FBI, he had he was like really big with this whole thing. He would tape these encounters through a like one-way mirror or whatever when you can see through one way but the other people just see a mirror whatever that's called i think it's one way it's called a two-way um, two mirror and then because they would can, yeah anyway. yeah that makes sense and then they would use that to blackmail anyone who they wanted to that was involved with this process wow i mean if you're hitting a prostitute, you're not a good person. You're a little desperate, you know? But blackmail from the CIA? It should just be like blackmail from like your wife or something, you know? But whatever. <laughs> so he said, this guy, this guy who was doing all these recordings of the men who were hooking up with the prostitutes, said that he got into the spy business. He, you know, got into the CIA business. Because, and this is so horrible, where else, this is a direct quote, where else could a red-blooded American lie, kill, cheat, steal, rape, and pillage with a sanction of the all-highest? Wow, what a piece of dirt. Excuse me. Excuse me. Those are the kind of people that are running this. So, um... Also, I feel like there's just, like, a lot of, like, things that I have to, like, a lot of situations I have to talk about with you guys. So there's that one. What the heck? Um, a lot of these people who went through this had absolutely no idea that this was going to be happening. Um, and they also, to me, this is, like, the worst. They used mental patients. So people who there was a let me find it. I have a name here somewhere. Um, Allen Institute of something in um, in Canada. Um, his name was Doctor Cameron. Um, he did a bunch of different experiments that initially he was using to try and treat. Um, oh gosh. Uh, schizophrenia, I believe. I could be wrong on that. Um, that he was not having any success with. And the guy who was running MKUltra heard about what he was doing and was kind of like, hey, I'm interested. And so he sent information over and was like, hey, try it on these people. And so um, Allen Memorial Institute, which was a, a mental hospital, he would run these experiments on the patients there without them knowing or giving any consent. Their families didn't know whoever was like, you know, supposed to be signing documents for them had no idea that these treatments were happening. And he was just running them for, for, you know, giggles to try and um, part of me wants to believe that he was trying to help them. Right. But I feel like 
at something like this, like that's no longer trying to help somebody. And that's somebody who's already like having such a hard time and like go, they, they reached out for help and then you're going to go and torture them. Oh my it's gosh. Crazy. I just did a quick Google on um, Allen Memorial Institute, which is in Canada. So that's one of the mm-hmm. places that you're talking about. But um, yeah. this, this man was a psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. Like, he ran the Institute. It, yeah, and if you look on his, you know, when you whenever you Google something, there's like a information that sometimes pops up on the right hand side, and it gives you like born, died, field, education, who they're married to, kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. So under fields for him, psychiatry, obviously, and then brainwashing. Oh. Well, <laughs> he wasn't successful, so. Yeah. In his brainwashing attempts. Um, so let's just talk about this a little bit. So this was actually the largest place that unsuspecting people were tried. It was tried on, you know. Um was in this institute. Um, he ran the institute weirdly until about two years before he died. And then right at that two-year mark when he left, he suddenly fled Canada kind of out of nowhere. And he was an American in Canada operating this thing, which was just kind of just struck me as just a little off. Um mm. But, I mean, you know, you never know why somebody ends up where they are. So, um, he would do these, or a lot of these, not all of them, um, the treatments in an adjacent building that was that used to be a stable, which was just kind of like, okay, let's, why are we not doing it in the regular building? But whatever. Maybe they ran out of room, I guess. I don't know. Where he didn't want people to find him. And he would always photograph the subjects before and after the treatment. I don't know what he was hoping to see change. Um, It's not like it was like a physical. It's not like it was a surgery. Hopefully. You know. So. um, They very often would be drugged. By various different drugs and chemical agents. And whatever they were deciding to try. Um, they were not told that they would be given LSD and very, very often, um, they would be completely terrified about what they were seeing because they had no idea that they just take in like a drug that messes with your mind like that. They didn't know they were being drugged. So of course they just felt like they were either going crazy one or two, like Mm -hmm. the world was collapsing around them. I'm sure they had really bad trips, you know? And they, it was never like used as like a recreational thing it was like a okay we're gonna keep them on lsd for the next 30 days and that was all we're gonna give them like we'll give them enough food to keep them alive but nothing else and we're gonna just watch and so people that's that is a long time a lot of people would report like memory loss and like lots of different like mental complications later on and physical complications later on after these things and after they kind of have, like, talked about it, they're like, no, this isn't normal to, like, 
have such a hard time remembering even current things. It's not like they only forgot like the things that are happening then, which is probably merciful, but they're also, you know, just so many drugs are bad. Okay. They're bad. Right. Especially when given to you unwillingly. Yeah. And for an extended period of time, like, geez. Um, his, his like, favorite treatment, I guess you could call it, would be depatterning, which the whole goal was to, like, basically make them, it was to remove any sick behavior, sick in air quotes, um, leaving only the healthy air quotes behavior behind. So trying to, like, make it so that they would kind of remember who they were, sort of, like, they would remember their name. They wouldn't remember how old they were. They wouldn't remember anything really about their lives. Um, just a couple facts about themselves, but nothing else really. And even as far as like where they were at that moment. And to do this, he would drug them, um, keep them sleeping for days, however long the the treatment lasted for. Thank God. And then this is when he would do the electroshock treatment. Um that was 20 times stronger than any treatment found today. Um, which, so I just got the treatment on my back, an an electric shot. I don't know exactly how he was performing these. Right. But I just went and got mine done on my back and my neck. And I know I was not close to the strongest, but it was 12 minutes, I think for my thing today. And I couldn't imagine having it on for like 30 you know, let alone days stronger than that. Like, that wasn't it. So they would do this for days and days and days and days. And then sometimes they would be done there. Sometimes it would continue and he would keep them asleep. He would lock them in a room and I guess they don't have to be locked in a room if they were asleep, but they were in a room. And he would play tapes of different things, like, 24-7. Like, some of the examples given were, like, um, your mother never loved you. And that would just play on a loop over and over and over again. And then other things. People don't really remember. Just a second. (laughs) Oh, My allergies have been really bad. I'm sorry. I didn't get any warning. I'm so sorry. So sometimes it would happen in combination and sometimes those would happen separately. Um, and the, the tapes were all different. So everybody would have something different that was said, but that itself could last up to 30 days generally. Um oh my were like lost themselves so much that they were basically brought back to being an infant. So you have full grown humans who have lost the mental capacity and the memories and the anything that they can't even remember how to go to the bathroom or eat. Yeah. So I, I've heard about that. Um, This woman, I know she, not, not, I know, but I've heard, I've read about her. Um, she was one of the victims of MK Ultra, and mm-hmm. um, she was in one of the mental 
institutions. Actually, I wonder if she was in the one you're, you were talking about. Let me do a quick Google search while I tell you about her. But um, she Most had of them were therapy. in this one. This is like the biggest yeah. one. Um, that's probably where she was then. I, I'm going to, I'm Googling. Um, but she okay. did the uh, electric shock therapy or whatever, or it was done to her. Op- and um, she was so affected that she was pretty much left like a, in a vegetable like state by the end of it. Yeah. And the sad part is she was just in there for like, like a mild case of depression and then like her entire life. Yeah. I mean, was ripped from her. Yeah. That's where she was. Yeah. Allen Memorial Institute. Her name's um, Phyllis Goldberg. Yeah. I, I probably, I think I watched YouTube videos of some, of at least a woman whose um, story sounds very similar. I don't remember what her name yeah, was. She just but died, it's just so sad. Uh, in 2011. Yeah. Oh, sad. Oh, it's just a mess. Like, I don't understand. Uh, one of the, there was a, so some people have volunteered for this. Um, one of them was James Whitey Bulger. Um, he was a convicted murderer on several counts, um, kind of like a gangster dude. Um, he volunteered for um, a shortened sentence, I believe. Um, they kind of like worked out a deal, I guess. Um, he said, we experienced horrible periods of uh, living nightmares and even blood coming out of the walls. Guys turning into skeletons in front of me. I saw a camera change into a head of a dog. I felt like I was going insane. Um, he kind of journaled his experience, but it just sounds absolutely horrific. Like, it, yeah. Geez. And he volunteered for it. Yikes. It's also really manipulative of them to offer lesser prison sentences to like convicts. If they were to participate willingly. And human experimentation yeah. really messed up. Because of course they're going to yeah. say like, yeah, I'll do it for a lesser sentence. Not knowing that they're literally about to be tortured. Yeah. Like, Crazy. Yeah, it just doesn't even make sense. I just don't understand how people can do that to people. You know? Yeah, I know. Same. I so. Truthfully, don't understand. Yeah, it it's just insane. So we cut out just a little bit, it sounds like, so we're going to get back into this. Um, we're just talking about one of the experiments, or some of the experiments happened at a rehab center. Um, it was kind of like a jail slash rehab center is what it sounded like um, in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And... To me, like, the fact that they would do it at mental institutions or mental hospitals, whatever, I mean, whatever is, like, the correct thing to call them. Um, And then, like, rehab centers is, like, so crappy to me because those are mostly people that are looking for help, you know? And then they're like, I'm going to give you drugs for funsies because I'm curious, you know? You're messing with somebody who's trying to make a better life for themselves, you know? Like, 
They're yeah. reaching out to the only and place that honestly, they can, that, that they're probably getting help. Yeah. And honestly, what's even more upsetting about that is if you really think about it, a lot of people back then were just shoved into these mental institutions if people's families like didn't know what to do with them or like they were they were already not the greatest of places. Like they're leaps and bounds yeah. better today than they were back then. So on top of that, now they're being targeted for human experimentation. Yeah. It's just insane. So at this research center, um, the like doctor that was in charge would bribe them with heroin to perform these experiments or to, to go along with these experiments, which was the very thing that a lot of them were there trying to get off of, um, which is just like wow. sick to me. Like you're going to bribe them with the very thing that they're trying to like not let take over them so that you can perform an experiment like that is the most like disgusting human behavior that i see is like i don't know i don't know. i don't get it he would put them in isolation for 77 days with large like oh massive doses of lsd daily they were not sober for that entire 77 days and then they just watch him um and then at Atlanta Federal Penitentiary, I feel like I say that word every time wrong. It's like Worcestershire sauce. Penitentiary. Penitentiary. In the pen. Penitentiary. 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 In the pen. Whatever. In the pen. Yeah, we're going to go within the pen. They would give them also huge amounts of LSD. Um and put them oh did i say that they were in isolation they were in isolation too then at the at atlanta in the pen in atlanta um they would give them large amounts of lsd in solitary for 15 months so 15 months of being in isolation and given huge amounts of lsd daily obviously people went crazy like several yeah. went like completely psychotic do you feel like it's I mean, completely, I, feel like I mean, 15 months of, of, of isolation and solitary. I don't know if they were ever allowed to interact with other people the whole 15 months or whatever, but regardless, um, plus huge amounts of LSD, um, led to people going completely psychotic, understandably, um, right. Whitey Bulger, who I quoted earlier, um, he was like the, you know, murderer that was, that volunteered, um, lucky guy, instead of, uh, you know, them just deciding to do it on him, he got to volunteer. Um, he was one of those that was involved at, at somehow, I don't know if he was in isolation or whatever, but he was in, at that jail, apparently. So, um... All of this to say, there's so much more about this. I feel like I could talk about it for days and days and days, but I don't want to make this podcast a million years long. Um, but I made Maybe it through about half my notes. Yeah. We could. We could. We could do it. We could add one. Yes, if anybody's interested in part two, I guess let us know or something. Um, or we could just do it without, without you wanting us to. 
and you guys can suck it yeah. up. <laughs> and something um to I don't think we ever mentioned this, but if um yep Stranger Things is obviously the best show, one of the best on Netflix. Um, if you haven't watched I haven't it, wanted go to go watch, back it. And watch it again. Yeah, it's so good. If you watch it already, um, watch it again. Yeah, rewatch it and rewatch it with new eyes because that show was based on MK Ultra and Loosely. lots of other things, right? And lots of other things, yeah. But uh, yeah. the MK Ultra was definitely one of those things. So very, uh, yeah, very interesting. Whenever you watch it through that lens, <laughs> yeah, it really is. A little insane, but I think we're going to wrap up there. We're having some technical issues, and so we're just going to end it there. Um, but yeah, we hope you've so. enjoyed this so, one, guys. We, we definitely enjoyed yeah. talking about this type of thing, um, as well as conspiracy mm. theories. I kind of feel like we didn't get into the conspiracy part of this yet, so I, I kind of no. vote that we do a part two on it. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we had to go like a, this is what it is. And then we can get into more because there's a lot more that I didn't even talk about. So, yeah. So, it sounds like, guys, we'll have a part two for you at some point <laughs> on MK Ultra. At some point. Um, but <laughs> as we said before, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thanks for sticking around and tuning in. Um, and follow us on our social medias for, you know, more information or just to say hello. We want to talk to you guys. So. Heck yeah. (laughs) All right. Until next time. You guys be safe out there. (laughs) Bye. Bye.